into a brand new week of Cycle Talk Essay. I'm Brad Brown, your host. Thank you for downloading and taking the time to listen to this weekly cycling podcast on all things South African cycling. Also, thank you very much for all the great feedback after last week's show, that chat with Louis Mankies after his uh, silver medal at the UCI World Championships in the Under-23 Road Race. Uh, well received, apparently. Thank you so much for all your tweets, Facebook messages, and emails as well. But coming up on this week's show, I catch up with Talk Radio 702's David O'Sullivan, who's riding the second largest time cycling event in the world, the Momentum 94.7 Cycle Challenge, this year for a fantastic cause. We'll chat to David a little bit about that. And he's also giving you the chance, how cool is this, to ride the race alongside Daryl M. The first South African ever to wear the yellow jersey in the Tour de France. Daryl is back in the country and he'll be riding uh, in that peloton. There's also a second uh, professional rider that's been added to that group as well. uh, And all the proceeds going to the Teddy Bear Clinic. So that's what I chatted to David O'Sullivan about. Uh, Also, Dave's not the biggest cyclist, just getting on the bike actually. And he's going to be riding. So chatted to him a little bit about his journey and how he got involved in the sport of cycling. And then uh, also caught up with uh, the City Cycling Club on this week's show down in Cape Town. They ride out of Edgemead, and I wanted to do that for a couple of reasons because uh, the first one is it's always great to ride in a group and with a a group of like-minded individuals. So if you live down in the Western Cape, they're definitely worth looking at. But also with the holidays coming up soon, we are definitely winding down the year at a rapid rate. And if you're heading down to Cape Town for holidays in perhaps November, December or January and planning to take in your bicycle, uh, hook up with the guys from the City Cycling Club. They'll be more than willing to welcome you. And I chat uh, to the guys about that and a little bit about the history of the club. Very, very historic club. Been around for a long, long time. That's all coming up on this week's episode of Cycle Talk SA. As always, if you'd like to be in touch, you can tweet us at Cycle Talk SA. You can pop us a message on Facebook as well. Just search for a Cycle Talk SA. Or if you'd like, you can email me as well. It is podcast at Cycle Talk SA. That's enough of the introductions. Let's get straight into this week's show. And our first interview is David O'Sullivan. Cycle Talk SA. A couple of weeks ago, we caught up with the chief sports writer for The Star, Kevin McCullum. And he mentioned to me that uh, David O'Sullivan from Talk Radio 702 was riding this year's Momentum uh, 94.7 cycle challenge and not just riding but riding it for a great cause as well and I thought you know what uh, Dave's been really good to me over the years with some of the charity stuff that I've been doing uh, along the way and I thought you know what let me have a catch up with Dave I'm also interested to find out uh, how the cycling bug has uh, bitten so it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show today David O'Sullivan thanks for joining us it is very unusual to be on the other side of things, Brad. I'm used to the person doing the interviews, not being the person being interviewed, but I'm delighted to be chatting to you. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, I'm, I'm a bit intimidated here as well because I'm used to you asking the questions, so this is a bit strange. Let's see how we go. <laughs> we'll try not stuff it up, okay. <laughs> Dave, it's, right. it's great to have you on, and, and I'm, I'm really chuffed that you, you are riding this year. I know you've the last couple of years you've, you've walked the 702, walked the talk, and, and there, there has been a bit of a drive in your life to, to get fitter. Uh, tell me about how you got involved on, on the bicycling side of things. Well, uh, through Kevin McCallum, um, Daryl MP got hold of me and said that he wanted to ride the Momentum 94.7 for charity and wanted to know 
which charities I could recommend. And I'm the patron of the Teddy Bear Clinic for Abused Children, amongst other things. And I thought that this would be a, a great um, uh, charity. I, I, I hesitate to use the word charity because they, it's actually a medical institution that is uh, self-funded and really battles for money. Uh, it, it assists children who have been abused and also children who abuse because they themselves have in their past been victims and they think that this is a normal way of life and they, they then carry out the abuse as well. So it caters for both abusers and abused children. It prepares them for trial if that should be the case, but it provides the much necessary medical intervention and therapies to uh, put them on. Uh, help them blend back into society after a traumatic incident. But because they are always so cash-strapped and, and receive very little um, government funding, um, I knew that this would be a, a fabulous way to help solve some of the, uh, the financial problems that the Teddy Bear Clinic has in this financial year. And what we decided to do then was to uh, charge people a fee to ride with Daryl Daryl um, has also persuaded uh, double Olympic gold medalist uh, Garen Thomas from Great Britain to join the peloton. So now for the amount of money that they're asking people to contribute to the teddy bear clinic, they get to ride with two world-class athletes. But I must tell you, Brad, in the last few days, we've had a substantial change to our fundraising initiative with the wonderful participation of Discovery. When they heard what we were doing, they came on board and they said, we will sponsor each rider of the peloton to the tune of 1,000 rand um, at a minimum of 100,000 rand. So we are guaranteed a minimum of 100,000 rand from Discovery going to the Teddy Bear Clinic. They've said if you can get 250 riders, we'll match that and make it 250,000 rand. We are charging each rider 1,000 rand. So the maximum I can make out of this is it, it could be half a million rand if I get 250 riders. So I'm holding thumbs. I'm expecting about 100,000 riders, 200,000 rand to the teddy bear clinic. The financial woes of 2013 will be solved. I hope we can do it. Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant news, David. And, and it's a great cause as well. And that's one thing about the Momentum 94.7 Cycle Challenges is the last few years they've, they've really gone on a drive to get people to ride for, for a charity or for a cause, do it for, for a real good purpose. And, and, and I love what, what you're doing with the Teddy Bear Clinic, and it's just, it just leverages the event to a different level, and, and it allows places like the Teddy Bear Clinic to, to really sort of give their coffers a bit of a boost, a much-needed boost. Exactly, and what I love about it is that Daryl immediately realized he, he doesn't want to race. He's had a fabulous season this season. He wants to do something, and he's just had a child, so there was a perfect fit for him to get involved with something like the clinic. I also think for riders who understand that there is this drive for, for doing good for society in some way, and then the question is, well, what can I do? Well, here's the answer. Raise just 1,000 rand, and you have the ride of your life. And I think that that just you 500 grand for, to ride with Daryl and 500 grand to ride with Garen Thomas. You really are getting quite a bargain here. Discovery, I've also said they will provide all the kit, which will, of course, be yellow as befits Daryl in peace status. I think it's going to be a fabulous day out. Um, and I, I, I hope we get numbers. I've got 50 people so far. So. I, I, I need to double my numbers, and uh, for people who've already entered the Momentum 94.7, it's just a case of getting hold of me to tell me that you're interested, and I will get you reallocated to the Daryl Impey Peloton, which, by the way, Brad, goes off at about uh, 17 minutes past eight. I must say that Jenny Green and Tanya Harford, the race organizers, have been 
absolutely wonderful in their support of this initiative. Yeah, that is very cool. And, and Dave, that's quite important as well. Entries for the race have, have closed. So this isn't a way for you to get an entry if you haven't entered. But what it does do is it allows you to, to almost, I don't want to say leapfrog in the seedings, but if you, if you perhaps haven't done a, a seeding race in the build-up to the Momentum 94.7 and you're in one of the last sort of seeding groups that goes off quite late in the heat in Joburg in November, this is a great way to start slightly earlier. And, and truthfully, a thousand bucks is, is not a lot of money. If you want to fork it out of your pocket, that's cool too but a great way to do it is, is to go to friends and family and say hey you're riding the momentum 94.7 cycle challenge you're doing it for the teddy bear clinic get 10 people to sponsor you 100 bucks there's your thousand rand that's exactly my logic 10 people at 100 rand that's that, that that's those are my, my maths as well you know we initially had this at 2000 rand and discovery came in and said look it's too much we're going to subsidize you're going to get more numbers this way i really hope that is the case um and i, I just hope that i can actually ride this thing because i i realized once i've committed and got going with organizing I realized that in my conversations with Daryl uh, when he was in Spain that there was just a presumption that I would be riding. And I've got to admit, Brad, I last rode a bicycle in 1984. So for the past two months, I've been in the gym, on the bike, getting myself fit for this because I can't let the side down. No, absolutely not. And, and Dave, tell me a little bit about the, the, the cycling. I mean, I mentioned when, when we first started that you've, you've walked the last couple of, of uh, Discovery 702 Walk the Talks. And you started with a short one and you slowly built up to, to the longer ones as well. Uh, and the cycling, I mean, is it is it just a general sort of health and fitness trip that you're on at the moment, realizing you need to stay healthy? I had an hallelujah moment, Brad. I've got two little boys. Well, one sort of older, nine. I've also got a two-year-old. But two years ago, when he was my two-year-old was born, I was at Hyde Park Shopping Center, and I saw a man I presumed was a grandfather with two little kids, well, a little kid and a baby. And I thought, okay, those kids look the same age as me, and shame they're with their granddad. And the little boy turned and said, hey, Dad. And I thought, oh, my God, that's his father. This fat old man is his father. And I thought, I can't be this fat old man. So the fat old man from Hyde Park became this rallying cry. And I decided then and there to get into the gym and start getting fit. And, uh, and then walk the, the, the 15 Ks, uh, the walk the talk. And this year I did the 30 Ks. And going to gym and getting fit has just become part of my life. I don't think I'm ever going to like it. But I, I will uh, like it a lot more than uh, the, the, the fat old man from Hyde Park. So it, it was almost a natural fit to say, well, okay, I've done the 30K walk, I'm fit, I'm now going to change the way I do fitness and, and get myself fit. I'll turn myself into cycling fit and let me do the 94.7. For years, I've stood at the side of the road and watched the cyclists come roaring down Yansmat Avenue and thought, that looks fun. So I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm not going to be fast, but I'm, I'm going to be there. I'll be finishing. Okay, you have, to, you have to guarantee me something. One of your colleagues, Bruce Whitfield, uh, I saw yeah. him. I saw him a couple of years ago on the roads uh, at the Momentum ninety four point seven cycle challenge, uh, and uh, we sort of I caught up to him in the middle of Joburg in the downtown sort of section, and and he stays uh, pretty close to to Hyde Park, and and he was like, no, 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 I'm only riding to Hyde Park, and then I'm going home. He didn't he didn't go all the way to the finish. You need to finish this thing. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you bust him on that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> he does it no, every I, year, I, I, Dave. Every year he does that. I, I'm, I'm, I have to finish this race. There, there's no way. I, I think the the embarrassment of of, uh, of facing my my friends and colleagues and uh, them asking me, so what was it like at the end? And I can't say. Well, the end was actually pedaling into my driveway. I have to say, the end was at the end and having my photograph taken with Daryl and with Garen Thomas and 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 chatting to the TV guys. Uh, I'm 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 going to have to be there at the end. So, Brad, you've got my assurance. Whether I'm pushing my bike, I'm I'm going to be there. 
fabulous. Look forward to seeing you out there, Dave. And, and you know what? It's a great experience, too. There, there's so many bits of the road. I say it every year. There, there's so many sort of parts of that route that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to ride your bicycle on on any other day. I mean, riding down the M1, it's closed to traffic. It's just bicycles. Uh, it's, that is in itself is worth riding that race. So I'm sure you're going to have a great one. If people want to get hold of you and, and get into this peloton with, with Daryl MP and, and Grant Thomas, how can they, they go about doing that? It's, it's so simple. Just send me an email, david at 702.co.za. So very basically my name and where I work, david at 702.co.za. Tell me that you uh, email me in connection with getting into the MP Peloton and I will organize the rest and give you all the banking details uh, where to send your 1,000 rand. Cool, Dave. What I'll do as well is I'll pop that email address on our website as well. So if uh, somebody just goes to the show notes for, for this episode of Cycle Talk SA, all they can do is, is just click straight through and, and pop you an email that way. David O'Sullivan, it's been great catching up. And, and yeah, I'm just really glad I could return the favor for, for all the stuff you've done for me over the years. And, and I want to wish you all the best. And, and hopefully you get those numbers. I'm sure you will. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted. And with your assistance, Brad, I'm sure we'll, we'll reach that magic number. I really appreciate your input. Thanks so much. We try and do it every so often here on Cycle Talk SA where we, we chat to cycling clubs around the country because that's one of the great things about the sport that we love is, is just getting involved in a club and getting out with mates and getting out on the road. And, and it's always great to ride with a group, obviously just for, for safety issues, first of all. But it's uh, that camaraderie and, and just talking nonsense on the bike in the morning when you are out there. And it's wonderful to have uh, one of the oldest clubs around on the show this week in Cape Town City Cycling Club. And I've got one of the committee members from that club on the show this week, was a former chairman as well, chairman of the club for seven years, but now just on the committee. Graham Ward, thanks for chatting to us today. really do appreciate your time. That's a pleasure. Graham, tell me a little bit about City Cycling Club. It's been going for a long, long time. Just, just fill us in on a bit of the history. Yes, um, City Cycling Club were uh, formed in the, in the late 1880s. Um, informally, and then they were constituted, we were constituted in 1891, um, as we are today. Uh, we, our official name is, is actually the City Cycling and Athletic Club, but the, the athlete, athletics fell away in the 1930s with the, with the depression, and um, since then we've only been um, uh, on the cycling side of things. But yeah, we, we've survived for over 120 years now, and we're still going strong. We've got a a very, very uh, loyal uh, uh, membership base of about 120 members. And, yeah, we, we, we still enjoy cycling after all those years. Gee, 120 years, more than 120 years. That's, that's fabulous for a, for a cycling club. There's, there's, there's not many other things, never mind cycling clubs, that, that, are, that are around for 120 years. That's, that's superb. Yeah, I know. We, we, we need to carry on the tradition. Uh, we, we started, we started the, the sport I suppose in, in Cape Town, maybe not in the country, but uh, yeah, we need to carry on with it. It's a great sport. And, and Graham, tell me, you say you've got 120 members. That's actually a nice size club as well. What do you guys do to, to sort of keep the members? Because that's the big thing with a club, isn't it? Is, is sort of getting the members involved and making them feel like they're part of something uh, to, to sort of keep them there and keep coming back to the group rides. Do you guys do anything special or, or what do you reckon your, your secret to your success and longevity has been? Okay, what we do, we, we have club rides on a, on a Saturday morning, okay, um, and, and, and it's, it's more of a, a social ride for the, the average club cyclist. Then on a Sunday morning, we, we have a more of a, a much more, more foster group going out, 
but we also still um, cater for the, 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 the average club rider. We also introduced when the cycling season gets a bit, um, uh, when, when the weather clears up in, in spring, where you have a novice group going out every Saturday morning. And then once a year, we, we cycle down from the Southern Cape. It takes us about a week, and we normally leave from Sedgefield or George, and we cycle back to Cape Town with a backup vehicle. And, and it's, that's more of a cycling holiday. We also, on the competitive side, we have um, league teams in the, the various uh, uh, age groups for the, for the youth, as well as um, elite and veteran cyclists. Graham, I think I think that's awesome. One of the, I mean, I chat to quite a few clubs, and I think one of the the problems that I pick up is often clubs just focus on novices. So so once guys have have, have picked up some fitness and and they're sort of getting better, they battle because the new guys that keep coming in are, 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 are absolute newbies. So it's a struggle for them. So they tend to go and find another club where where they're sort of abilities probably more better matched and then you get clubs that are just focusing on guys that have been in the sport for ages and it's really intimidating for the novices to come into that sort of environment you guys seem to have a really nice balance between the two yeah it's, it's, it's difficult at times it's not easy um and it, it is difficult if, if you have a newcomer come down you're not too sure what whether he or she is able to keep up with the group but we do have a roster of, of committee members that, that will take riders aside and say, okay, look, the, the club's going out for an 80k ride. Um, uh, we will just look after you and we'll, we'll do a 30 40. And if, if you can't handle that, we'll, we'll turn around and, and go back to, um, the, the, the start, the start area where we started from. You know, so it is a difficult, it's a difficult uh, thing to, to manage, but we, we seem to be doing okay. Yeah, it sounds it sounds great. And and Graham, as far as you you talk about those rides on on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, where do you guys yeah. ride from? We we um ride from Edgemead in in the northern suburbs. We we were based at the Greenpoint uh, Cycle Track or Greenpoint Stadium, but um we got evicted by the city council when they revamped that whole uh, precinct. So and most of our members were in this area. So we started rides from this area probably about. About 10 years ago, and it's just gone from strength to strength. So we meet at the Edgewood Library on a Saturday morning at 7 o'clock, uh, every, every Saturday, other than Christmas Day. And then on the Sunday, we, we meet at the, the local wild bean in, in Edgewood. Right, cool. We'll so, say at 7 o'clock. So if, if someone's in, in the sort of Cape Town area in Edgewood, they'll, they'll know exactly where those places are, and, and they can just pitch up and join you. Do they need to get in touch first to, to check if it's cool that they come, or, or can they just arrive? Yeah, they can just arrive. We, we welcome visitors, um, with open arms, really. We, we, we'd rather have visitors to Cape Town come and ride with us and ride on their own. As you know, it's, it's, it's not safe out there and there's, there's safety in numbers. So we would rather have anyone, whether they're club members or not, uh, visitors from Johannesburg, Durban, all over the country, please come and ride, come and ride with the club, get all of the, of the clubs in Cape Town and ride with them. It's much more safer. Graham, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's one of one of my objectives to, to chatting to cycling clubs around the, the country is is obviously to help you guys sort of build numbers in the city you're in. So if somebody's listening to this and they're in Cape Town and they're looking for a group to ride with, uh, it's great for them to go there. But it's also a great way for us to spread the word that it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, you could live in Joburg, but you could be heading down to the Western Cape on holiday in December and, and you're thinking of taking your bike, but you're not quite sure where's safe to ride, where's not safe to ride. It's a great way for 
for someone, say, from Joburg or perhaps from Durban to, to hook up with you guys while they're down there on holiday and, and perhaps do a couple of really nice rides while they're down there. And you guys know the really cool rides to do uh, where the roads are, are really safe, and, and it's a great way to do that, isn't it? Yeah, and by all means, they must, uh, they're welcome to go onto our website. Um, we have a website. Most clubs in the Cape have a website. They, they can go on, well, especially ours, they can go on there, contact our, our ride captain for the weekend, and uh, you can join us. We, we, we try and, and, and uh, uh, ride on the road a bit with a hard shoulder. Um, we, we also, it, it's very important that, that, um, that we obey traffic, traffic uh, signs. We insist on that. Um, and yeah, we, we want to, we want to have a, a, a nice enjoyable ride. We don't want to, we don't want to get, uh, irate with, with motorists and, and, and other road users. So yeah, even though we obey, obey traffic signs and, and traffic, uh, um, regulations, it's still a hard ride. Sounds 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 good though, Graham. I'm definitely next time I'm down in in the Mother City, I'll definitely look you guys up and 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 pop by for a ride. It sounds brilliant. You mentioned the website, and if people want to contact you, can you give us that that uh, URL and we can pop it onto our website as well? Yeah, it's, it's Cool. So it's citycyclingclub.co.za. What you can do is if you want to link onto that website, you can just go to the show notes for this episode of Cycle Talk SA uh, and click straight through there as well. Graham, it's been awesome catching up. I think what you guys are doing down there in Cape Town sounds superb. Uh, keep it up and say, yeah, hopefully we can catch up soon next time I'm down in, in Cape Town. Yeah, by all means, looking forward to uh, meeting you. And that's about it for another week of Cycle Talk SA. Thanks to both of my guests today, David and Graham. I really do appreciate your time. And I think both of you are doing amazing things uh, in your various sort of spheres, what you're up to. Uh, And yeah, if you want to find out more or get to those links, all you have to do is get over to cycletalksa.co.za forward slash 12. That is where you will find the show notes for this episode and the links to David's email, also the links to the City Cycling Club as well. Uh, That's where you can get all that info. Uh, And that's it. A wrap for this week. If you want to be in touch, as always, podcast at cycletalksa.co.za is the email address. You can also tweet us at cycletalksa or pop us uh, a message on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash cycletalksa. S-A. And if you do, just a, a quick uh, favor, if I could ask you, if you listen to this podcast on the iTunes, on the Apple platform, uh, if I could just ask you to just take a couple of seconds and leave us a star rating. And if you would be so kind to leave us a review about the show, some great comments coming through on iTunes as well. And what that does is it just helps other people find this podcast. And if you found it valuable, I'm sure other people might as well. And we'd really appreciate it if you share it. That's exactly how. And the only way we can grow this podcast is through word of mouth. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Just a review and a star rating. Uh, I will love you forever. Until next week, that's it from myself, Brad Brown. We'll chat soon. Have yourself a fantastic week. Cheerio.